everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking to Minister Kat Rose Warren. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Ms. Sanchez. <laughs> no problem. So, Mr. Cat, if you could t- tell my audience, no worries, tell my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Well, one, I again want to thank you for having me on, Sister Dion. I appreciate every opportunity that I get to come on various podcasts, uh, especially those of young people. And I know Black don't crack but you don't look like nothing but a baby. So I am honored <laughs> to be on your show. So as you said, my name is Minister Kat and um, my formal name is Catherine uh, Warren and my business name is the Kitty Rose Lifestyle. So Minister Kat is just an abbreviation because I feel like I haven't really grown into Catherine yet. And I think that we have to feel comfortable in the space that we're at. And I know I'm not a Kathy, but you know, Catherine, I, I haven't grown to yet. So cat sits and it's, it's short and it's, it's to the point and, and I'm very meow, you know, so it, it works <laughs> for, for my personality. But I am, a, I call myself a, a wounded healer because as a minister, I'm only a messenger. That's all I do is share what I've learned in my experiences, in my journey of educating myself about my relationship with the creator Jehovah God and how that applies in my life. And then I just tell my testimony and in my testimony, I give my ministry. And then I use my ministry in different platforms because I believe in breaking through the matrix. So I started in retail with a retail space and then I evolved as the world evolved into social media, which then led me into videography, which then led me into film work, which then led me into television. So currently I do produce television and I do, I'm a filmmaker. I direct and create stories for others through my eye as an artist. And right now I'm getting ready to be an empty nester. So that's a interesting place to be in because the last 25 years have simply been survival to be a full-time parent. And now I have no kids in the house. <laughs> So I am figuring out what that looks like. So yeah, I, I, I think I know, I have some ideas, I have some plans, but we shall see what, what actually I, I do or how many things I do because now, you know, with no kids in the house and turning 50, I'm at a, 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 I'm at a crucial point where I can do everything and anything. I don't have to limit myself to anything because I don't have the same expenses, the same you know, excuses as I once had. So I'm in an interesting place right now. But yeah, as a whole, that's me. You know, a, 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 a wounded healer, messenger of our pain 
and and mother who's now becoming a single woman (laughs) and motherless child (laughs) awesome um so you mentioned a wounded um healer um that's an interesting choice of words do you mind expanding a bit on what that how that um applies to your specific journey not at all actually the first time i heard it i was completely blown away and i was like ah that's what i am and i think that's what we all well we're all wounded i don't know if we're all healers i think we all have the potential to be healers but then we all have to find what works for us and what our purpose and what our path. So I feel as my purpose and my past as a minister, I feel like, you know, I can admit to the wounds of just life, the wounds of the Willie Lynch syndrome, wound, the wounds of Satan's deceit and deceiving Eve, if that actually happened. Like I'm a wounded person as we all are from the things that mankind has done that affects the, the, the lineage, the children that comes after. And the reason why I consider myself a wounded healer is because my whole life, my whole purpose is in order for us to heal and heal through examples, heal through messages, heal through words, heal through heal. So because that's what I feel, my purpose and my mission is I have admitted that even though I am a healer, I'm just as wounded as everyone else. I've just figured out how to navigate through my wounds so that um, I can heal not only for myself, but for my people. Right, and I can understand that because I'm of spiritual um, principles as well. And um, I've undergone a lot of um, stuff in my life um, growing up and health deficiencies, just to give you further insight um, into who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For the first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. Okay. Um, so that's just a little little life story in a nutshell, pretty much that I've been different since I've been born. Amen. Um, I've been considered like the miracle child of my family um, because I was able to eventually talk in here, but um, the doctors automatically um, decided, hey, your daughter's probably gonna be retarded and stupid because of her health deficiencies. And of course, as you are a parent, so I'm pretty sure to have someone say that about your child is just like, who are you talking about? You're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But luckily I did prove those doctors wrong. I wish I could go back and laugh in their face a little bit, but um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I did, um, even though the health deficiencies were a part of me, um, I didn't let that embody who I was. If anything, I let it strengthen me into my purpose and my calling and my path in life. And I rose above and overcome those challenges Amen. and ended up graduating high school with like a 3.0 GPA. So <laughs> I ended up proving a lot of people wrong simply by graduating high school. Um, so um, I lost the train of thought in this story. That's okay. But- <laughs> you, were, you were saying how you too are a wounded healer because you went against the, the norm of what you were supposed to be and rose above what you're supposed to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I also, just to continue this um, journey of healing and wounds, um, I also got diagnosed with diabetes a year ago at the start of the pandemic, um, which was 
not something any person would want to go through when this virus can potentially kill us. Um, many people in my family had difficulties with that, considering how I grew up. Um, 20, I mean, I'm 25, so it seemed like my life was completely together. No more battle scars to have to heal from. But... <laughs> Who told you that lie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just a little right. small joke there. But um, <laughs> because obviously we all have to undergo every, we all have our wounds to have to battle from. But it seemed like the brink of my wounds was at a pause. Um, but um, I got diagnosed with diabetes. Um, many people reacted differently. They kind of saw it as a curse, to be honest, because of how I grew up and she's overcome so much. And now she has to go through this new drastic change when her life is completely together. But um, I responded it a lot differently than they had anticipated. I saw it as a blessing, um, not a curse, because wow. if I hadn't been diagnosed, I could have died. Okay. Um, I didn't know it was symptoms of diabetes at the time and nobody in my family knew either. Um, I was basically, my body was basically eating itself from the inside out. Um, it was a really depressing um, time in my um, life. That was about a year ago. I've been diabetic for about a year because um, I had no idea what was happening, but I knew there was some silver lining, even though at the time it was hard for me to see it. I saw it once I did get diagnosed, I did see it as God's way of giving my life more purpose and giving me another chance to live my life. Amen. Because it's the alternative is simply not being here. And I don't want that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear you. So um, pretty much since then, I've gone through this whole mantra of being a warrior for change and using okay. my story and the power of my voice and others' voices just like yours and um, sharing them on my podcasting platform. So in the grand scheme of things, if I hadn't been diagnosed, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Wow. <laughs> Look at God. Look at that. Not saying that God gave you diabetes, but still. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right. I, I, everything happens for a reason. I truly, I truly believe that. And I believe God had everything worked out into his grand, beautiful design. And all, all the gifts he's given me with my talents and skills to create this awesome platform um, was just a matter of time. I just love the fact that our conversation and other conversations can help someone who is going through a difficult time right now. Because right now, what I've noticed is that what the beauty is that everyone is having the conversation right now. So people are getting a chance to see their their stories or their face or you know similarities in others to help with their situations to know that they're not alone. But my platform is not just about okay, you see yourself in me and you know that you're not alone. What is the tools? What are the steps? What do we need to do? And that's what we have been lacking. It's all great to have the conversations. It's all great to share each one of our stories. But if we're not educating ourselves, if we're not teaching ourselves, each other, how to use the tools that are necessary in order to be better, in order to live better, in order to feel better, then all these conversations are still in vain. They're still just more clouds or more blurs that's trying to distract us from our real purpose, which is happiness. 
and being accountable so that we can be happy because we're not on this plane to just be. We're not on this plane just to be miserable. We're not on this plane just to keep trying to, you know, figure ourselves out in circles and circles and circles. Jehovah God has given us the tools, but man has blinded us. Man has distorted us. Man has deleted stuff. Man has lied. So our connection to the creator is not as strong as it needs to be for us as individuals, as sinful individuals, to be accountable to move forward because we don't know how. We don't talk about it. We don't share the experiences. We don't share the examples. We're too embarrassed. We're too ashamed. Or we're too busy. So I think what has happened in this last year due, due to COVID with all of these new platforms emerging, wonderful, great. Creativity, the arts, that's always the thing that helps kind of fuel us. For now, we don't need just to be fueled. We need to survive. We need to, um, what is the word I'm looking for? We need, we, we don't need to just be and exist and just have fuel just to kind of get through the day. I want folks to live. And I think that that sounds so broad, but I hope you're feeling what I'm, what I'm trying to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do. Cause I think, you know, so much of us think that we're living but we're on social media or because of COVID now, we're quarantined and, and that's not healthy and looking good for a lot of us. So it's, it's, it's an interesting place to be in right now. It's a good place to be in because it does allow us to reflect and understand and, and move through some things in our head, but we're still gonna be in the same place when everything supposedly gets normal or better if we don't take some accountability of ourselves look in the mirror and say how do i get better how do what do i need to do to get better and i i use my platform to do that because you know these 47 years you know i've gone through ups and downs like everybody else i've gone through shit like everybody else but for the most part i've had a great life i've done what i wanted to do i have good kids when i'm not fighting with them <laughs> you know what i'm saying I you know, have great people in my life when I choose to, to talk to people. But overall, you know, my bills are paid. I have a beautiful home. Like I've been able to not be the statistic in this, and being the statistic of a typical, you know, girl from, from Brooklyn, on and off welfare, parents, divorce, mother abuse. You know what I'm saying? Like the same yeah. fucking story. But the fact that I've lived on my terms for almost 47 years, is definitely a testimony that a lot of us cannot have, do, do not have. Right, and I feel like um, this um, pandemic, though really, really unfortunate, um, has really given us a chance to pause in the chaoticness that is life <laughs> and like re-examine and open our eyes to what truly matters and to focus more emphasis on like our, our like, um, just trying to think of an example off the top of my head. Um, with racial equality, many people stopped to realize I'm not going to go too into that because that's everyone has their own opinions. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to open a can of worms. Right. But that is a topic that wasn't, has really been a cornerstone of discussion this season. And the fact accepting of people of all different backgrounds in spite of their different viewpoints because this virus is really unfortunate and we need to not like 
be pinned up against each other and be at odds with each other when really we need to be unified with each other, um, just as God has called us to do. Amen. But again, you know, another distraction of, of making people feel that we're so disconnected and we're so different from each other when we, and, and because of that is why so many of us don't see our story in other people, you know, like, Unfortunately, again, I'm like you, I'm not gonna touch the topic too much, but I think that us as a people getting to see a certain race be attacked on the full screen as often as, um, as they are has allowed folks not only to be mindful of black folks that are, that are being um, um, uh, killed, <laughs> but other folks because racism is not a black and white issue. Police brutality is not a black and white issue. Um, unfortunately, you know, the, the black issue allowed folks to know that racism actually does exist on such a broad scale, you know what I'm saying? And it allows folks to kind of really take notice of their own behavior, of their own thinking and how they move in their circles with people of different, color skins than themselves. So that's been a beauty because, you know, a lot of us, I, I was on an interview last week and white girl from Scotland, and she was telling me about being racially profiled because she's not English and she now works in England, but because she's Scottish, they give her shade. And it's like, wait, what? Now it ain't the same as the police fucking shooting me. You know what I'm saying? Or with his neck on, or, or with his arm on my neck, but the same type of, you don't see me and you just trying to control me is the same shit across the board. But again, you know, once we get understanding of really what's happening and really why the world moves the way that it does, it allows us to be accountable for our behavior. You know, I didn't go out, folks might think this is kind of funky, but I didn't go out, I've been to marches, but last year I didn't go to any marches. I didn't protest. Because my feelings, my feelings, my feelings <laughs> was that the work I needed to do was in my home. I got three kids, two of them are males, 25 and 22. My job is to teach them and educate them how to move out here in these streets. I got a 17 year old daughter who's about to go to college. My job is to teach her how to move about and be a lady in these streets and how to carry herself so that she knows what to look out for, how to handle herself. Same thing with my boys. So if I do the work that's necessary in my home, teaching them what they need to do as productive citizens or productive people in this society, then I've, I'm doing my part because protesting, marching, writing bills, changing legislator, all of that matters. But if we don't take accountability for our own actions and understanding, that shit is for the birds. It still don't mean anything because I don't live in, in DC. Thank God, because that's the highest rate of adoptions, but I don't live at the White House. You know what I'm saying? I don't live where those decisions are being made that I have very little to do with. I live here or where all the decisions I have are on my responsibility. So what I teach my children, how I live my life, how I am to my people, 
that is the difference that you actually make and being the change that you want to begin to see or that you want to exist around you in the society that we live in because things are not things are going to get better but things are going to get worse before they get better right <laughs> right right hey that hey that's a, <laughs> that's a hardcore fact right there so i do have an icebreaker question for you <laughs> that i'm gonna like it okay Yes, many of my guests like it. Um, so if you could have any superpower that's not flying, I have to take flying off the table. Many people okay. go for that answer. Okay. But I have to make it difficult because life isn't easy. So my question shouldn't be easy. Okay. If you could have any superpower that's not flying, what would it be? Since I was not prepared, she didn't send this in the email. Give me a minute. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what superpower? And it's funny, I've, I've done 50 million interviews and have not been asked that question. What it's a good question. I, it is a good question. <laughs> what superpower? Oh, let me think of the superheroes. No, um, I would, I don't know if it's a superpower, but I would like the ability to heal, you know, because I'm a healer anyway. I would love the ability to touch someone and they're no longer a diabetic. <laughs> I would love to touch someone and they're no longer, you know, whatever ailments that they have get removed from my touch. Um, wait, I got one more, I think though. So wait, cause now I'm like, okay, my mind is like, ooh, what else could I do? Um, I would probably, no, I think that's it. I think, yeah, my touch. I would love to have healing hands. That is an amazing power to possess. And it is a power. I mean, God has the power to do that when you think about it. <laughs> well, back in the day, they said there was some healers. Mahalia, did you see that story? Mahalia said somebody walked at one of her sermons. <laughs> somebody got up off the wheelchair. So I don't know <laughs> if that story is true or not. But yeah, we've had some, we've had some superheroes in the past that have had the power. In, of the healing hand. So I would, I think I would love that superpower. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the power of, it's not, I don't even know if it's necessary to be a power. I think it's a possibility that can happen in the future. Mm. Um, it would be the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. Okay. Wait, that you have yet to be discovered because there's quite a few galaxies that have been discovered. So can we deal with those first? <laughs> can I see? We still got six other planets we ain't been on yet. What the hell? <laughs> Wait, is this seven or nine? I haven't been in school in a minute. Wait. <laughs> I I have no right. idea. I don't know I'm a college student, but I have no idea. But I'm thinking outside the realm of natural thinking. Okay. Galaxies have yet to be discovered. Okay. Amen. Intergalactic broadcasting. Why not? Why if they, but I tell you, Dion, due to all of this matrix shit and these these recordings, <laughs> we might be heard. <laughs> other galaxies we might be, there might be some um some um uh i wait itai's ai's out there like go go their own language and they like pumping us up so you never know due to this fucking matrix who is hearing us <laughs> i'm sorry well i'm not sorry no, no, don't be, no. i'm a minister but i do cuss and I do smoke weed. Yes, I am one of those kind of ministers. Own who you are. I know 
no judgment whatsoever. And Thank I'm you. having a blast talking to you. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. Uh, um, well, we're at the end of this awesome conversation. Already? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the Martians are mad at me, and they're gonna throw like fire rocks at me at any right. moment and tell me to keep talking. <laughs> or they're gonna say, "Bring her back." Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have any social plugins to tie in, um, Pat, Miss? Is it pastor or minister? I don't know the right abbreviation. When I got baptized, it was minister. So minister. I, I, I guess because I don't pastor a church, I just minister a message. Okay. Minister is probably the safest title to, to recognize me as. But yes, I do have social media platforms, of course. <laughs> 2021, who doesn't have a social media platform? So again, if you Google Kitty Rose, if you Google Minister Cat, you will find me because I have done the work like you found me at the top of the Google search. But on YouTube, I would love everyone to check out my YouTube channel. Um, it's Ms. Kitty Rose One. That's all one word. So that's M-S-K-I-T-T-Y-R-O-S-E. They're number one, all one word. Miss Kitty Rose One on YouTube. You can check out all my content and this interview when Dion releases it to me because <laughs> I put everything on my YouTube channel. So you will get to see and really know what I'm about up close. So you can see my television shows, my, my trailers for my films, like get the whole gamut if you just follow me on YouTube at uh -huh. Miss Kitty Rose One. <laughs> I don't know who I'm winking at. No. <laughs> This is awesome. Yes, I'm laughing. Thank you, um, Mr. Um, Cat, for joining me today. It's all good. It's all good. Yes, I'm laughing. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Please speak up. Please don't keep your voices silent. And until next time, bye. Hello everyone, it is your heart warrior Dion here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you liked this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.